Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OM Podcast. Today, I have a super exciting guest. I'm sure he's highly anticipated. Uh, today, we will be hearing from the one and only Carson Davis. Woo! Wait, oh. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Today we have <laughs> Daniel Curry on the show. Um, sometimes confused with Carson. If you know either of them, Davis. you have basically seen them both. Um, definitely look like look like brothers, <laughs> even though they're not two great OMP volunteers. Uh, so today we have Daniel Curry on the show. He is the uh, youth minister at... Benton FUMC. He has served literally in so many capacities for OMP. He is awesome, super dedicated, and just has a really, really wide skill set that he is able to share with us in the organization. So I'm very excited to have him on the show today. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And shout out to Carson Davis. That's my little bro. So <laughs> Uh, that's actually a really funny story. Can we just hang out there for just a yeah, second? Yeah, go ahead. Go so, ahead and share. So, uh, not to throw Carson's family under the bus by any means, because I love each and every one of them, but <laughs> I actually am featured in Carson Davis's high school graduation photo album because oh. his family was I was mistaken for him, and I'm I'm in that photo album for his <laughs> high school graduation. There's a picture of me. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I did not know that story. Oh, so his own, his own family. So that's how much we look alike. That's, wow. Uh, wow. That is so funny. Yeah. I did so not shout know out that. to the Davis family. I love you all. <laughs> they are awesome. All right. So first, can you just uh, share a little bit about how you first became involved with OMP? Uh, also, I want you to share how many camps you've been to because I feel like it's a pretty big number for, for <laughs> yeah. your age. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so like you said, I'm, a, I'm the youth minister at Benton First United Methodist Church right now. Um, and I guess I started with OMP in 2008. I was kind of having to rack my brain this morning. Um, I started in 2008, and I really got involved through my home church at Winfield United Methodist Church in West Little Rock. Um, and thanks to my brother and his involvement in camp before me, uh, he's my older brother, so he went a couple of times before me and then uh, knew that that was a ministry that sounded really interesting to me. And so I was able to go with Winfield United Methodist and, and just kind of run with it. And so actually I've attended, I think 22 different camps over 11 years. Yeah. So it has been a wild ride and I loved every minute of it. It's been so much fun. Yeah, I feel and like, like you said, there's there's a lot of roles that a lot of hats that I've worn through yes. throughout that time period. So I feel like we've, I mean, we've both been to a lot of camps. You've definitely been to more, but I'm trying to think of what camps we've been to together. I know that you came to Bear Creek my first summer on college yeah. staff. Yeah, Bear yeah, Creek we 2015. Were little, we were a little that. understaffed, and in rolls Daniel Curry and <laughs> uh, Matt Cameron came. And yes. you guys, yeah, yeah. there was what, like maybe eight staff, like including college staff. It was camp? bare bones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just get this panicked phone call from, I, I, I don't remember who the director was, it was but it was just like, Hey, we have a lot of ramps. Can you come please? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, uh, we all, every single uh, family group had a wheelchair ramp or like some type of porch. And that was my first week on college staff. And I was just really ambitious and, um, I remember we were doing this project and I wanted to take down 
like it was like an enclosed porch and they needed a wheelchair ramp and I was like we're gonna take down the walls and we're gonna build we it. We can do this. It's gonna be a gazebo. <laughs> like I was going crazy and I remember like Kathleen looked at me and said Alyssa and this is before like you would even confirmed you were coming and she was like do you know how to do that? And I was like uh and she said because <laughs> I don't and we're not doing that. <laughs> we were That's able to just, just fantastic. Build the ramp. Extreme home makeover. You're oh, just going to get a new house. I was you know? ready. Like, I was like Chip and Joey and I on this house. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. Yeah. But you guys were so, so helpful. And I don't know that we've been to camp together since then, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I, that might have been our only only time that we've been able to be at camp together. Um, shout out to Matt Cameron, though. He and I kind of got to know each other really well at that camp, and then we room together in college for a couple of years. Oh, so. really? I didn't know that. I <laughs> yeah, did not know that. A lot of great relationships through yes, OMP as the, well. The whole Cameron family, they're just incredible. Um, oh, all right, I want to know I want to know a little bit more. You've talked about how you filled lots of hats. I know yeah. that to be true. I want to hear a little bit about all of those, what roles you filled, and then which oh, one is like your favorite and why it was your favorite. Goodness gracious. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been a camper and was a camper for many, many years throughout yes. my, my high school time, and that was fantastic. Um, I served on college staff for two summers in a row. I have been a tool coordinator, a construction coordinator, uh, a worship leader. I've been a driver. I've been a camp director a couple of times. And now I currently am on the mission board for OMP and yes. I sit on the college staff hiring committee. So Woo. like I said, a lot of hats. Wow. So if you want to be on college staff, uh, get but to which one's been my favorite. <laughs> what was that? I said, if you want to be on college staff, get, get to know Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I accept bribes of all, of all <laughs> no, kinds, no, right? No, no, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which one's been my favorite role? That's a tough one, too, um, because they all hold a special place in my heart, obviously. But um, I think college staff, just because there's nothing really else like it, um, mm -hmm. that's when the, the campers still think that you're cool. And so you can <laughs> you can build really neat relationships with them. Um, but even in volunteer roles like, like tool coordinator, construction coordinator, camp director, there's always... Um, different areas of, of interest that have mm -hmm. really drawn me in more to the project. And so um, that's a tough question. Yeah. I, I think that I, I mean, I, I love them all dearly because I've served in all of those roles, right. but, uh, but yeah, that, I, I'd say college staff. If I yeah. had to pick one, I'd say college staff. Well, and that makes sense for you because I would, I would argue that the college staff is the most versatile role. Like you get to do a little yeah. bit of everything. You are in worship and leading and you're on the job sites and you're also, you know, with the campers. So it, yeah, I would say that that role kind of encompasses a little bit of everything. And so, right. um, it doesn't surprise me that that's, <laughs> that's your favorite. <laughs> since you've done everything. Just cause it's a, yeah, like you said, a little bit of everything and all rolled into one. Yeah. It's, it's a lot yeah. of fun. So do you have a favorite camp that you've ever been to? Oh goodness. That's the same that's the same Okay, okay. So maybe we'll we'll take the label off of it. Like you don't have to say your favorite. Favorite. Okay. But good. say like a share about a really good there. camp. Yeah. So no no hurt feelings here. No one Yeah, has, yeah. No just the foundational I love all of these. Yeah. Equally, oh, do you remember? Right? <laughs> this, this reminds me. Oh, I think it was Alice and Irby's 
college staff interview, we were both in the room and like we were both at one point her major group leader. And yeah. someone said, like, who is your favorite college staff? And it was like Daniel and, and I, I giving each other the stare down. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think she like I don't know who she picked, probably neither of us. Like <laughs> someone else. Yeah, I, I think she went with the neutral option yeah. too. <laughs> I love healthy competition. It's <laughs> awesome. Um but yeah, so like I said, every every camp is special, but uh, whenever I was a camper, we went to El Dorado a lot, um, mm. built some neat relationships with people down there in that community. Um, Blytheville would be my the first camp that I was a director at, so that mm. one will kind of always hold a special place in my heart. Um, and then I have a, a, a fond place for those, I call them camp camps. So those Bear Creeks, mm. the Shoal Creeks, the Wayland Springs, all those camps that um, – you just you're not in a in a church you're not in an area that is um, it's not as normal to you and so um but yeah i think el dorado might be that one for me that just because we went there so much no reason other than that just um that we were there and those relationships were special so yeah and i don't think i've ever been to I, i know i haven't been to a camp in el dorado um but i know that's a i've heard really good things about that location so it's a lot of fun. They've got a great facility, and that, like I said, that community is is special. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so I kind of wanted to know. I know that you are you're pretty handy. You're good at construction. Um, every now and then. <laughs> every now and then, I feel like you can successfully build things. But I feel like, especially if you served on college staff, you have at one point been a part of just a total construction bust, like a total fail, something did horribly wrong. Do you have an experience, you're laughing, an experience like that you can share? Um, And how'd you fix it? (laughs) I mean, there's always those little things of maybe a group use the the wrong size screw or something like that whenever you're putting a a wheelchair ramp together. Mm -hmm. So if they use... um, if they use two inch screws when they're supposed to be using three inch screws, um, that's then a safety hazard. And so as a college staff, you just kind of have to roll in. And once you realize that it's not like a, Hey, you guys messed up, but it's like, you got to keep the energy and you got to say, we're just going to redo everything that you just did. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the worst feel. They get so upset. You did a great job, but everything is wrong and we're going to do it again. Right. And for me, that might've been my lack of communication to say, this is what you need to be doing right now. Um, but, uh, you just got to keep the energy and, and keep it alive, uh, and just get it done and get it done. Right. And so there's little things like that, but, um, as far as a construction fail or a construction bust, I was on college staff. Okay. Here's a funny story. Uh, I was on college staff and, um, it's not that it was necessarily a fail, but it was just some really, really interesting ingenuity, I guess, um, is that we were just attaching a handrail to a a set of concrete steps out the front porch of a house. I don't remember what community we were in. Um, and, for whatever reason, every hammer drill that we had, um, every masonry bit, it was all checked out to another group. Mm. Um, and so, or yeah, I think that was it because I got there and they're like, okay, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Because the handrail needed to be attached to those concrete steps. Mm, Um, and essentially I said, we're just going to do it this way. So I ran to the, I ran to the, uh, 
hardware store and got some hard cut masonry nails, (laughs) which are essentially these like spikes that you're able to drive into concrete. Um, They don't bend. They just break. They're that strong. Um, And so with this 10 pound sledgehammer, um, we put so many hard cut masonry nails into this, into this handrail, into this set of steps. And I'm confident to say that 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 handrail can survive a nuclear blast like that not go anywhere anytime soon it is sturdy and it is safe so yeah there's just been some uh some ingenuity every now and then so a lot of fun little hiccups or obstacles that that are just a part of life that you're able to kind of work through and grow together in and you always and and laugh about later so it always comes together in the end. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, yeah I always this, do. This happened at the one camp that we were at together. Um, I sawed a post off to, like, um, put the handrails on a wheelchair ramp. But I did it from the ground, okay. and so it was a little over my head. I got a bunch of sawdust in my hair. And I flipped up my sunglasses, and a piece of sawdust cut my eye, and I had an eye abrasion, and I had to go to the emergency room. Do you remember this? I remember that, yeah. So Erica was was our camp director was taking me to the emergency room because I have a cut in my eye. It was seriously the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And another group calls me, not even the group I was with, and they said, "Hey, Alyssa, like we have a small problem. Keep in mind, like I have my hand over my eye, like I'm in terrible pain." I'm like, "Yeah, like no problem. What's up?" And, <laughs> And they said, um, so the porch that we built, we thought we were done, but we stood on it for our group picture and it fell down. <laughs> and I yes, kind of, I, I was remember like, that. What? Goodness gracious. Down? They put, um, they had only put one screw into the, uh, the landing that connects it to the post. So like only one screw was holding it up on all four oh, corners <laughs> and they all stood on it and like it literally just dropped to the ground and everybody oh was fine my. but I like I was like yeah I'm a I, I'm a little busy right now like I have a problem <laughs> with my eye I can't see I know I, I said out of one of my eyes I said tape tape the door just put a bunch of tape so no one will walk out the door and because that'll that's safety 101 and right there yeah. I was like we'll, duct tape we'll, can fix everything <laughs> I was like we will we will be there we can work on this tomorrow um Oh man, that was that was terrible. And I, yeah, I'm I'm sure that you and the rest of the staff had to pick up some slack for me because all I remember is just laying in the bed in Bear Creek. Like <laughs> I do remember going to a job site and just kind of bringing the energy again. Yeah. So that might have been it. Like, all right, we're just gonna get this done. Yeah, you know? I uh, mean, that might have been it. So anyone listening, never saw anything above your head because sawdust in your hair is a bad combination and always wear your safety glasses. I was wearing mine, but I just, you know, circumstances. Ah, Even even when you're painting, wear your safety glasses. That's what I'm reminded of a story as soon as you said that Uh, it was actually my first camp ever. So in 2008, (laughs) I was in West Memphis, Arkansas. So yeah, we were painting this house and there was this giant five gallon bucket of paint and I was opening it from the top. It's like a pop top on the top of this bucket. And from the depths of this bucket, this giant glob of paint just splashed right in my eye. And, um, yeah, so I had to wash it out. Of course it stings and it hurts and you can't see. And so I'm holding this like bandana over my eye. Meanwhile, um, 
the I, it was actually Scott and Brian Cross were the tool coordinators for that camp. <laughs> um, some some funny guys, but they drove up, and essentially they thought my eye was no longer in my head because I was just hold like they just couldn't see, and so like panic was just throughout the yard, right? Oh, and I was like, no. no, 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 I'm fine. I just got some paint in my eye, and oh, you could just gosh. hear this like giant like just sigh of relief like thank goodness nothing terrible has happened but still yeah, at least both of his eyes are still in his head right <laughs> so wash my eye out was fine after that but wear your safety glasses so, yeah that's and that's the, bef- that was before you even started painting opening the right. can of paint that was the first thing we did um oh yeah, wow goodness gracious oh my goodness and even though that was my first experience of omp i still was able to come back year after year and wow. i still it's still love good. it to this day so that, that didn't deter me yeah <laughs> goodness so, gracious I was hoping you could also share about, I'm trying not to say like your favorite, share about a really great neighbor experience or maybe even a few, um, because I know that it's just like a, a really important component of OMP. And I mean, I would say one reason why, you know, you keep coming back like year after year after year. So do you have like a not a favorite, but like a you know some some great ones that you want yeah to that that favorite trips me up every time I'm sorry. right but um no you're good can't, can't commit to <laughs> um, a favorite <laughs> but that is the best part I think arguably the best part of OMP is that the work is great you have fun with the camp games and all sorts of dynamics that happen within OMP but I would argue that one of the best parts of OMP is is taking those gloves off at the end of the day and shaking hands with some of the most genuine and Christ-like people across the state of Arkansas. Um, I've got to meet people from all walks of life, all socioeconomic classes, all different stories. I've met military veterans. I've met um, single mothers. I've met um, people with disabilities, people without. There's just been this vast array of people that I've met across this state that have just but like I said, I've all continued to hold a special place in my heart. Um, there are a couple. I was, As soon as I saw your list of questions, I kind of had a few pop into my mind. Um, there's this gentleman named Mr. Joe who lived in South Arkansas. And um, I think that he's kind of gone down in, in OMP history in a, for a couple different reasons. Um, but he was... Uh, I, I take pride in saying that I was the first one that was actually assigned a job at his house. Oh, so there you yeah, go. I was, I was one of the first ones to meet Mr. Joe. Um, and we were assigned to paint his house and, and Mr. Joe was a blind man. And so he just sat on the front porch and listened to us work and was able to tell us his life story. And I'd never in my life, I was, I was 14 years old at the time when I met him and I just never in my life, uh, met a man of, of such a caliber before he, he was so filled with the Holy spirit. He was not deterred by this disability because he was born with sight and he lost his, his vision over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was able to tell us of his life and, and, and how he has continued to find hope in Jesus day after day. Um, he came to neighbor night and was the, the talk of the town that evening. Yeah. Uh, he kind of showed me some tricks of the trade as far as, uh, how to how to eat a meal as a blind person and and so i just kind of told him hey your potatoes are at 12 o'clock your rolls at six and your meats at three o'clock on this <laughs> clock of a plate if you yeah. will and he sat and had a meal just like anybody else would and it was a fantastic night you know yeah and also you always have to go searching for your drink from above you never search for your drink from the side because you might knock it over so oh, you kind of wow. 
bring your hand down looking for your cup. So there's yeah. some some tricks that I learned from him. That was a he's a very special man uh, for sure. And actually, whenever I was on college staff, um, I was assigned to El Dorado to work as a college staff a couple years later, mm-hmm. and and we were actually able to do some work for him again. And and he was. Uh, I called him on the phone whenever I was on college staff down there, and I said, hey, Mr. Joe, my name's Daniel. I actually painted your house a couple years ago, and it was like I was yesterday. You know, he was he remembered me. I was able to go and uh, shake his hand again, and, and of course, I was a big crybaby that day. And, uh, but he was he was able to, to share some stories again with a new generation of campers and, and college yeah. staff, and it was very special. So Mr. Joe's, Mr. Joe's my guy. I yeah. love him a lot. Um, there's a couple more, goodness gracious. Um, Miss Side, there was a lady named Miss Sides from Jonesboro. Mm -hmm. Um, my group and I were able to build a wheelchair ramp for her and she was, I think 94 years old at the time and she had been mowing her yard with a push mower two years before that. Oh my Um, goodness. Yeah. Like, so mowing, imagine mowing your yard with a push mower at 92, like no big deal, (laughs) right? Um, but that was the first time that she had been able to get out of her house under her own power in a very long time. Mm. Um, so that was special. And then whenever I was a camp director, I'm reminded of a lady named Miss Linda. And Miss Linda was um, in a motorized wheelchair. And uh, she was able to get out of her house on her own for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are very special moments with a lot of different neighbors from across the state that I that I hold dear to my heart. Um and, and I could go on and on about that, yeah. but, but those are just a few. And, and I, like I said, there are many, many more goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love your, your story of Mr. Joe, um, because it, it really, I think demonstrates like the continued relationship, you know, we're not trying to bring people together just for like a week or for a moment. Um, but I mean, you're truly making such an impact in each other's lives that even several years later, like you of course remember each other and, um, are able to, to reconnect and love stories like that. Um, where, you know, people, people are able to come back together. And those I think were the most special neighbors for me when I was able to meet them once as, you know, like a camper or later on as, um, a volunteer staff, see them again, things like that. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's really great. That's or, really cool. or like Miss Frankie in North Little Rock, who oh, was able goodness. to yes. to help with OMP after being served as a neighbor. She was able to um, to work with her community for years and years yeah. and be able to to guide OMP to to better serve that community. Like there's Absolutely. there's countless stories of neighbors just like that. Absolutely. Well, and it it is what transforms it from just like a, a one time event to truly it becoming a community effort. Um, because I feel like the, the neighbors that we serve, when they are able to share Ozark Mission Project with other people they know who might need, like, assistance with, you know, something that, that we're able to do, um, it, it, I think, really creates a, a community that is super, super great. And I think that North Little Rock, where Miss, Miss Frankie um, lived, is a really great example of that. And I would love to see all of our camp locations continue to, to build a community to kind of be mm-hmm. how the, the North Little Rock campus. Cause it's so neat. Um, I mean, now it's, you know, like you can go um, into like a, a neighborhood and OMP, you know, knows every single person that lives on that street. And right. um, such a community. It's yeah, it's really incredible. 
sure. That's what I enjoyed most about um, directing. I was able to direct a, a camp here in the Benton community last year. Yes. And that's what I enjoyed most about that is because, granted, there there is a need and there is um, so many good things that happen whenever we go into a community for a week. Right. Um, but we're still only there for a week, right? We might we then leave after that and go back right. home. Um, but that was what I enjoyed most about directing a camp here in the Benton community, just because I was able to say, Hey, I live among you all. This is my community just as much as it is yours. Um, so I'm, I'm here throughout the year. We do this for a week in the summertime, but, but until we're here again, how can we continue to work together and, and really further that mission? Even, even if it's not that one week in the summer. So, and I think that's the direction, my understanding anyway, that, Ozark Mission Project is headed towards is how can we um, make sure that we're hosting camps where we also have a volunteer base that's there more than just this one week. And um, I think that that is is really impactful. Um, So I hope to see us continue to do that um, and continue to have, you know, like whoever is either directing this camp or maybe it's a tool coordinator or someone like um, is, is present in that community longer than just that week who who's a yeah, I think yeah. that, that makes a big a big impact for sure. And also just Definitely. as far as like having connections, you know, like it's so much easier to uh Yeah, to just like building your network, things, right? Yeah, donated or you know, stuff like that. So very, very cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's see, what what else is on my question list? Um oh this is one I want to hear about. Do you have I feel like you have to any like funny I mean you shared some funny camp memories, but like camp camp shenanigans any pranks anything oh, goodness <laughs> like that that you can share that won't get you in trouble <laughs> <laughs> so if you know me you know that i that i seldom joke around um <laughs> at all really so, um so i'm serious. not one to just cut up and, and be a goof <laughs> no that's that's a total total lie um i love a good funny story. Um, I think if any of my students in my youth ministry listen to this, they'll kind of roll their eyes at that comment right now because I tell so many stories all the time. Um, but I love telling a good story. And so, yeah, I think that there are more than enough, uh, funny stories of, of times at OMP. Um, oh goodness, how to narrow it down. I'm remind. Oh man, I'm reminded of, um, a camp, I was actually at a camp in El Dorado. I told you I'm, I went there so often. There's a lot of stuff that happened <laughs> down there. Um, but it was actually, I think Davis Sims was the camp director that year. And actually Adam Whiteman, uh, Adam Whiteman was on uh, staff that year as well. Yeah. Um, so some great memories with him. But actually Davis and Adam clowned around one day. Um, and that's a shocker there too, if you know Davis <laughs> Sims and Adam Whiteman. Um, uh but they were clowning around, and they actually stole all the air mattresses from the guys' sleeping quarters. No. Uh, yeah, so they we came back after a long day at work, and maybe we just wanted to lay down for just a minute, and it was just this room of just duffel bags and no air mattresses. No. Um, and they made they essentially made a ransom video for those air mattresses. I think there were some pre-existing shenanigans that happened uh, that led up to this, of course, but... <laughs> They made a ransom video of these air mattresses. I think they were wearing Transformers masks and hockey jerseys. It was a weird time. <laughs> um, but uh, they made a ransom video. 
I think sadly one of those air mattresses had popped on the way, and oh, so that yeah. was their that was their selling point. If you if you don't give back this thing, then we will pop another air mattress or something. Oh, There's a video no. floating around somewhere on Facebook, I think. But <laughs> um, man, so yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, I actually, as a camper, I think that there's another video floating around, and I don't know why I'm saying that, because it could be used as blackmail. Um, <laughs> there's another video, I think, of whenever we had gotten done painting for the day, and we were cleaning up, uh, and uh, we were essentially sword fighting with paint extension handles, um, oh, gosh. just like any any group of guys would, I guess, and, and I was reenacting scenes from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> In the fact that uh, if my arm got chopped off, then it was just a flesh wound and things like that. So uh, there are so many funny camp memories. Um, oh, goodness. Whenever I, and you're just going to have to stop me at some point, I think. But uh, there was a time uh, in northeast Arkansas, I believe. And I was riding around with Matt Cameron and Eamon Mayo. And I saw essentially the most the most odd thing that I had seen that day. Um, and it was essentially the back end of a minivan. So imagine like a Chrysler minivan with some wood paneling on the side, like the old school. Okay. It was the back end of a minivan, but they had converted it into a trailer. So imagine the back end of a minivan, but they just chopped the nose of it off. There's no front half of the minivan anymore. And they just slap some plywood over the hole and put a trailer hitch on it. And, that they just so it's just there's <laughs> random things that i have seen there are hilarious things that i've been a part of um there's definitely been their fair share of pranks and tomfoolery um and i could go on and on but oh my goodness that's the that's the Some a special part about omp for me just of the the camaraderie and the relationships that you get to build you just get to to cut up and have some fun too yeah absolutely so you've talked a lot about all the different you know things that you love about OMP and um, and things like that. Can you share a little bit about? Um, I mean, now you are a youth director. You have, um, you know, a youth group that you lead and guide and pour into. And every summer you send them to camp, and um, that's you know trusting. It was our Christian project a lot with your youth and their spiritual growth and development. Um, can you share a little bit about why you as a youth director think it's important to send your kids to OMP and, and why you choose to do that? Of course. Yeah. Um, so just because I was able to, um, experience this as a youth, experience this ministry as a youth and be a part of it and know how much it impacted me and know how much it has meant to me in my spiritual journey throughout these years. Um, I knew that as soon as i became a youth minister that I wanted to continue that for my students. They, of course, had already been going to camp long before I even got here. Um, but I knew that that needed to continue. Um, and I know how special that is for me, uh, because never in my life would I have thought in 2008 that I would be a youth minister and leading my own students on mission trips across the state. Um, God was think, working in my life throughout all of that. Do you um, think OMP had a role in bringing you to where you are now, like as a youth minister, did it like, how oh, did I, I think so. Definitely. Just because there's been a culmination of events in my life that, um, have, 
have aided me on this this long journey that I've been on. Um, I've I've been able to answer a call to ministry not only with youth ministry but in full time ministry. I'm currently um, in seminary to become a deacon within the United Methodist Church, mm-hmm. uh, and so there have been a, a lot of small events that have that have assisted in this. A lot of people that have affirmed my calling in my life. Um, a lot of those people have come from Ozark Mission Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I was in, in uh, 2008 as a camper, I never would have thought that I would be a youth minister leading my own students on trips like this. Um, and I see the importance behind it because there's nothing like this ministry and the fact that students are able to, to give of their time in the summer um, to go and serve other people, to sweat, to, to laugh, to, to serve alongside one another in a way that, that is both foundational and, and life-changing for so many students um, in a way that they're able to be served by the neighbors that we are serving um, right. through the stories that they tell, through the, the experiences that they have had in their own lives. And then um, just as those campers continue to grow up, I've, I've heard stories of campers that are going on to, to ministry opportunities. And, yeah. and uh, I've heard campers of or I've seen campers grow up into the ministry and then become college staffers. And so there's, there's such a interesting dynamic within OMP um, that allows students to not only serve, but also be themselves that, that just they're submerged in this culture that allows them to truly be the body of Christ in, in this world. And so um, even as I have served in mission trips across the country or, internationally mm-hmm. um there is such a great need at home and so mm-hmm. for many of us arkansas is home and and so there's a great need here um and that's something that's been special to me as well so being able to to lead and guide my own students from benton um is something that will always be very special to me um and like i said if any of my students or their parents are listening just just know that uh just because of because that is special to me and that is something that I'll hold on to for a long time. So mm. this ministry is great and this ministry has afforded me a lot of opportunities and has continued to afford student after student for years and years, opportunities that they'll never be able to get anywhere else. Wow. That's incredible. I know that yeah. I'm sure Benton is so, so lucky to have you and um, is very blessed by your ministry and uh, thank you for for sharing your your youth yeah. So we went from funny <laughs> stories to a little bit of serious. There, I know, but like hey, my, my heart not? is touched right now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this community is great. I I always say within OMP, I think that I have a couch to sleep on within any corner of the state of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's not only the Benton community, but it's it's Northwest Arkansas. It's up in the Jonesboro area. It's down in Mariana, it's it's mm-hmm. all the way to Texarkana. So uh, there have been so many relationships that I've built um, across the state that yeah, I could have a couch to crash on. So, <laughs> well, is there anything else um, you'd like to share? I mean, do you have any words of wisdom for people who are gearing up for camp this summer? We've got. Uh, lots of lots of different roles being filled. I'm sure you've experienced most yeah. of them. Um, any any words of, of advice for those who are preparing to go to camp? Words of wisdom. 
that's a scary thing coming yeah. from me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> use your your I would, knowledge. Well, <laughs> use the use the knowledge that I have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say lean into it. Um, just be present. I think that there is a like I said earlier, there's something special about this, and it's hard to describe. Um, so if you're actively engaged in every part of it. Um, there are a lot of people that, that pour a lot of time and energy into leading up to camp. Mm-hmm. And so they do that for a reason. And so it's preparing a, a great experience for both the students and the adults that are able to participate in camp. And so if you lean into that and if you are, if you are fully present in all of that, um, I believe that, that life change will happen for you or if you're a student or an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I suckered a guy named Luke Russell within our, our community here in Benton into going to camp. And if you're able, ever able to meet him, uh, I think that he could provide a fantastic, um, a fantastic perspective from a, the adult side of things on, oh. on how OMP works. Um, but yeah, if you just lean into it, if you're able to, uh, to be present and be involved, it's, it's going to be a very special summer. Um, so drink lots of water. You're going to sweat a lot. It's going to be great. Um, don't forget to crack a joke every now and then. Keep things lighthearted. Um, man, I, I could go on and on. But it's a it's a great experience. It's a fan, it's going to be a fantastic summer if you're if you're at the Hot Springs camp or the Fayetteville camp. I'll be there. So hey, shout out shout out to those two camps. It's going to be a great one. But uh, that'd be it for me. Just kind of lean in, be present. Um, I tell my students to take a deep breath a lot of times, and, mm-hmm. and the meaning behind that is to, to slow down in the fact that we live really busy, loud lives sometimes, and, yeah. and we neglect um, caring for ourselves, and we neglect being present in the moment. And so if we're able to take a deep breath, especially at OMP, yeah. and, uh, and uh, just kind of be still for a little bit, it's, it's a hustle and a bustle at camp especially, but if we're able to slow down and take a deep breath and and experience God in that, in that place and experience God there in those people, um, something special happens. And so if you're able to be a part of that, I would love to hear your story too. Absolutely. All right. Usually, um, at the end of every podcast, I kind of ask the guests to maybe say a a quick prayer for our listeners and for the organization for camp. So would you mind praying for all of us today? Yeah, I would love to. Um, Let's just take a deep breath really quick. We just talked about that, but wherever you are right now, uh, as you're listening to this, just take a deep breath for us. Gracious and holy God, we're so thankful for time spent together. Wherever we are, wherever we're listening to this right now, we're thankful for Ozark Mission Project, for its mission and ministry. God, we're praying for a great summer of camp. We're praying for lives to be changed, for experiences to be had that are unlike any other God. And so as we join together right here and right now, um, we, we just kind of pray for camp. God, we're able to, to pause for just a moment and take a deep breath and rest in the fact that you are good and that you're God. So that's where our hope rests today. God, we're so thankful for opportunities to be in, in ministry. We're thankful for opportunities to share and experiences with one another. And we pray for a great summer of just that God. We love you, and we thank you. We ask all this in your holy and precious name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Daniel. I have loved having you on the show. And yeah. uh, enjoy your, your camps this summer, and we can't wait to, to see.
how everything goes and all of the fun times. Make some more some more funny memories to share in another episode. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. Thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Bye. Take care. Are you good? Bingo. Bingo. We did it. Awesome. That was perfect. It still says you're recording the call now. I mean, I, I am, but I'll I'll cut it out. Okay. I'll cut, <laughs> yeah, I'll fix it up. I'll put some band-aids on it. Put okay. the, put the, the editor's touch on it. Yeah.